I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And together we are Stupid, Stupid Genius. Genius. Stupid Genius. Genius. Stupid Genius. And um, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Are you feeling stupid? Are you feeling genius? I'm feeling classic. I'm feeling stupid, but like overall genius, but only yeah. stupid because... It's Just like a little sprinkle It's of that stupid. time of the month. <laughs> I can relate. Again. I can relate. We have finally synced up. Yes. And actually all my girl mates have synced up and it's actually quite a scary time. It's funny to think I'm therefore synced with your other friends. Yeah, how weird is that? We're like a big brethren. We're like the vampires. Maybe ah, brethren's the blood, wrong word. Blood sisters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that one either. I've got a question for you. Oh. It's a would you rather. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't plan this. Now I'm worried. <laughs> it's actually probably quite horrible. Oh. But I read it on Instagram. How horrible though, Emily? Do we, we really want it. this? We can cut it if, you know. Come on then. Um, would you rather, so you're going to the loo and you need... What is it with you and toilets? <laughs> I just love toilet talk. Um, and you, the toilet either loves receiving your gifts or it hates you and it hates receiving gifts. What would you rather? Would that you is the most ridiculous, weird... <laughs> Out of place, <laughs> bizarre question. What the hell? One, it's obvious there's only one answer. Right, yeah, I think so. The, the hate. The love. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd like to go, mm, yum, 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 yum. Let me... Well, rather than it, like, abusing give me, me... Give me your... Give me your... Well, rather than it being like, get off, get off. <laughs> yeah. Bugger off. Ew, what are you doing I spend me? enough time in the toilet. I need it to be a welcoming place. <laughs> What, you'd like it to be like, just too Hi, much. welcome back. I don't think, I don't, that's not what I was, like, it loves right. it. do you know what? This is enough. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Would you rather? Uh-huh. I don't have one. Aww. That's so unfair. Think of one right now, you got it. Okay, would you rather have... I love seeing, <laughs> I love seeing the panic in your eyes and you literally can see the cogs turn in your brain. Yeah, well, I was just thinking, we just had a little bit of a moment with your eyebrows, didn't we? So I thought, <laughs> I thought how can I make this I eyebrow lost related? I actually lost my they eyebrows. They were gone for a moment. Would you rather okay. have eyebrows that grew to the length of your chin okay. every single day? Oh, every single day. So woke up. Down to your chin. <laughs> By the end of the day at work, down to your chin. <laughs> This is multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. Constantly <laughs> just growing. Wait, you're changing. You're so, changing the rules. I know because it's developing as I'm thinking about it. Okay. So every time you cut them, back to the length of your chin. Okay. So basically, eyebrows the length of your chin. Okay. Yeah. Or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or completely bald. Oh my god! Actually, no, 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 no. That's not good. That's not good because you can just draw them on. Yeah. No. So not that. So either eyebrows at the length of your chin, or go on. No, no. she's really buying time. Isn't I she? was going to say no nails, toenails, no fingernails, fingernails that grow to the length of your ankles. <laughs> eyebrows easy really yeah, yeah. Oh, what would you do just like plait them how the fuck are you going to do anything with nails yeah, but you could cut them yeah but they'll grow again yeah, but your... so would your eyebrows yeah but that I can function with maybe clip them back <laughs> can you imagine you just have to wear a headband <laughs> and it's like it's like a comb over but for the brows this is such a weird conversation. And yeah, I'm gonna... but you couldn't you couldn't do anything with long nails. What could you do? You'd just be sat there like I think you couldn't we type, leave you, it. You couldn't type up on. We need to leave it stuff. to the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know, guys. Which would you prefer? <laughs> and just ignore Emily's weird. Would you? Yeah, that was weird with the toilet. Yeah, but it's a good question, right? It's not. It's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, love. Hey, love. Um, What's your stupid other my... than starting our episode with that? What else Overshared with my bodily fluids and then also said that. Um, okay, you do realise stupid... that we've begun promoting this podcast in actual universities now. Yeah. I bleed. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the bleeding that bothers me. It's the mm, yum, yum, yum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was horrible. That was um, horrible. Okay, so my stupid is um, that I... I'd started dating collection and I got to my fourth participant and I started asking some questions that maybe I should have asked before my participants came in. Right. And I was like, hmm, how do you measure this? 
Oh, I thought you meant asking asking your participants questions like, what's your name? Oh, right. <laughs> no, I actually asked them the toilet question. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. Obviously not. <laughs> I just never know with you. <laughs> I really don't. I probably would. This one guy was... No, no, like, we're not going we're back not going to the toilet. Up, yeah, okay. Come on. One, one guy talk, shared, overshared massively to me and I was like, that's nice. I bet you started it. No, he did. I no, bet he started you it. He wanted started to talk it. about his prostate and that was that. Okay. We're going to move on. So, yeah, and then I realised that, oh, my supervisor asked me, well, how are you capturing this? And I was like, uh, what? Oh. What do you mean? He was like, you need to... Um, <laughs> what do you mean? And he was like, well, yeah. He was like, when's your participants, next participants coming in? We can go go through it and we can teach you. And I was like, uh, in 10 minutes. And he was like, okay, no panic, no panic. And I was like, at this point I wasn't. I was like, I don't, I don't feel stressed. Does that mean you've got to redo the first four though? Or first yeah, three? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a bit of a stupid, um, but I managed to, it was quite an easy fix actually. Oh, as in like, they don't need to come back in. They do need to come back in. But it's okay. It's only three. It's only three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it it's is. Fine. If not as well, I can just not use them. Yes. In that part. That's frustrating that didn't come up in the pilot. It is. I think what happened was the training, It. I think it was all a bit rushed and I don't think I um, expressed how much training I needed and right. they didn't, it was very staggered. So I think it wasn't continuous training um, and I thought I was ready in that okay. ter- in terms of like what I needed to collect. Like you say, at least you've caught it early. Do you know what I mean? Well, so, that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's your stupid? Um... I'm not giving one. Yes. Because I refuse. Yeah. Because it's the Be- most genius week of my life. For sure. <laughs> I'm joking. It actually doesn't feel the most genius week of which my is, life. Which is wild because it should. It is wild. But as in like, I was thinking, I was like, because my whole week has been focused on that, it's meant that all I've been doing is that. Actually, I could definitely think of a stupid. I've just thought of like 10. Okay, um, but you're not allowed to give any. I can no, give one. Not, but, 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 no. <laughs> to do with Stop. the submission. Okay. No, I, I just, do want to hear it though. What do you think? Basically, just around the referencing that yeah, has been stupid yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've spent uh, I spent hours, 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 hours on the referencing. I do think that that is to some extent unavoidable because I think regardless of what software you use, you're going to end up having to do a lot of cross referencing of your references. Yeah. Um. But why are you smirking? <laughs> just, why is she smirking at me, guys? I just caught myself on the time lapse. Guys, we're recording a time lapse and I looked down and I have no... Why do I have no eyebrows it's on the, the time light. Lapse? Must be. Luckily, I drew mine on extra dark today. <laughs> and I didn't. No, I didn't. Actually, I just did the corners. I overplucked the corners by accident. Oh, whoops. Did it good though? It's because they're drawn on. It's because they're fake. Yeah, so you... What, why was the reference in so... It was rough. just tricky because like the style wasn't absolutely identical on all of them. Yeah. Like absolutely identical and obviously it needed to be yeah. even though they were all in harvard they weren't all quite okay just like in the exact same we'll do um we'll do a full episode on refer- referencing then yeah or, or like writing or the the final well that's it we've said we're going to do an episode which we will um next season on submitting your thesis yeah. and we can talk about it in that but yeah for me that was stupid but at the same time i always like to see a silver lining and i do think that going through that process made me do a lot of proofreading that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. And like I did find a lot of mistakes in that in the writing that I probably wouldn't have found had I not been going through the references and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So that so that could a, be a stupid yeah. for sure. But we don't we don't want to allow it because no. you're a genius. You may I as well submitted. Go. <gasps> what? Ah! Whoa. Whoa. Ow. <laughs> so that's yes. one of my We've not had a howl in ages. Yeah, no, I submitted and it feels fucking crazy. I'm like grinning. I, I, you, you don't understand how proud I was. I was. Thank you. I was showing everyone. I was like, no, my mates, my mates submitted a thesis six months early. And no one gave a shit really because they didn't know what that meant. No one gives a shit, which is fine. No, if people aren't in the PhD world, they don't really know. They're like, oh, that's cool. But they don't understand the whole like, no, this is. She's written a she's written a book. She's written a you, weapon. It feels like a book. I mean, it's funny because the six month early thing hasn't that doesn't feel like a main feature for me. Do you know right. what I mean? That's just the way it is. Like, yeah, but you, I know, and I've seen how hard you've worked. I yeah, I feel like I've worked a normal amount. But this is no, this but is I what we're going to talk about today, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But I also don't want to over glorify overworking because I actually don't overwork. Right. So I also want to make that really clear because I know like in other jobs I've had, like, for example, that grad scheme, mm. there was like this horrible toxic culture of like, oh, well, how many hours did you, I've done 80 this week. Well, I've done 90 hours this week, you know. And it definitely is the case in academia. Yeah, of course Overworking is. is so glamorized. And I am so against that. And I do not overwork. I think, Emily, you're fully aware of that. Like, for me, it's very much like, 
I work within reasonable hours. So yeah, I have worked really hard, but I don't want people to think that I've given up my life, my social life, my health and that for mm. that because I haven't. I actually no, haven't. No. But you're very efficient with the way you work. But I am efficient and I'm quite disciplined. Yes. Yeah. And I think those two come hand in hand and a lot of people can't do that or don't do that necessarily. I know I haven't been as disciplined as I should have been in terms of no, I'm working Monday, Friday. Some days I'm like a bit too easy on myself. I don't know. I think you 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 are though because you're going to be done within the time frame. Yeah. You don't need to finish early. Nobody no, no. needs to finish no. early. But like it's inc- but you still need to acknowledge how incredible it is. <laughs> I think that's it. We're well, we'll having a little bicker. <laughs> and it's like be happy with yourself. No, no. And do you know what? We'll come on to in a minute why we're even why we're focusing on this point because it it um it will sort of it will give you an indication when we start talking about our main ramble, won't it? Yeah. But first of all, let's hear your genius, please, then. But can we just all just pause and give a round of applause to Molly for submitting I feel like I've thesis. had too many rounds of applause, but go on. We need like some sort of canned, yeah. canned clapping, don't we? Click, click, click. <laughs> it's thank incredible. You. Thank, um, thank you. My genius is better than you. No, joking. No, really not. It's um, I just the fact that I caught the issue of the... Data collection early. Yeah, thank God. And it's been going really well. Like, data collection has been going really well. Um, and I've really enjoyed it. I've loved I'm seeing, like, it. the little videos and stuff yeah. on Instagram. It's so good. And it was nice to get my mum in and she saw how, like, my work and she saw what I do. Because yeah, has she been to the labs before? She's been to the labs, but she doesn't really, like, it's different to be actually be like, oh, that's my skeleton. Oh, that's what we do. Yeah, oh. like, she's not been a participant yeah. before. So yeah, so she was a participant, and um, it was nice to show And to about. think that she's a part of your research now, yeah. like, forever. Yeah. She'll have made up part of your research. Exactly, which is, which cool. is cool. Which is really cool. So that's just my genius that it's um, been going really well, and I'm still motivated. Yes, yesterday, because we know the time of month it is. <laughs> I'm on my period. I was tired and I was a bit brain dead and I yeah. didn't do as much work as I should have. I had yesterday off, to be fair, so... Um, so, yeah, that's that's that. So, do you know what's funny, though, thinking about what the periods, basically? Yeah. You know, I messaged you, didn't I, because after I submitted the PhD... Yeah. Oh, no, I sent the final... I sent the final draft to my supervisor um, expecting her to take probably, like, two weeks to get it back to me. Basically, long story short, she's moving institutions. She's definitely trying to wrap things up very quickly. Yeah. So she literally got back to me that day. Plus, there wasn't any work to do, really. There was just, no. like, a couple of grammatical things. But she sent me this email, and I think I sent you a screenshot you of it. It yeah. basically just said, yep, good to go. And I read it, and it was that bit. She said some other nice stuff in the email, like how it had been lovely to work together. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But it was just the bit where it said, yep, good to go. Like, it was like get whoa. it submitted. I just started crying. Which is really unlike me, but then now it makes sense because I was yes. pre-menstrual. Yes. Because I was like, because then on the way home in the car, me and Lloyd had gone to the pub to celebrate. I had myself a cheeky alcohol-free G&T, which gave me a headache. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I can't even manage alcohol-free fucking alcohol anymore. <laughs> and then um, this this song came on the radio, which is like mine and my homegirl song. Aww. You know, I wish I was a punk rocker. Yes. And I just started sobbing Crying. in the car. Yeah, I think you used to tell me actually, didn't you? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what the hell's wrong with me? And then... It happened. It happened. So, but it's also such a monumental thing. I think I yeah. always struggle when I submit a big piece of work because then I'm like, whoa, okay, what's yeah? Next? You've been building up to yeah, it. yeah, and they're like, now what? I do think when you finish this data collection, you're going to have that. Whoa, yeah, because especially because you do it in three separate chunks, mm-hmm. there's going to be a finality. I reckon. Yeah, and we had a meeting today, and we're talking about it, and we're talking about like the the timeline and so it's like what are they saying it's like well okay I could get this done in time no you will get this done in yeah, time yeah I will you will because yeah. we are graduating we are together we are graduating together it is happening and we're wearing matching outfits absolutely and we're wearing stupid genius merch if we don't and... go as like it's Mike and Sully again then I'll be absolutely yeah. devastated let's do that again people that don't know me and Emily went to an awards night and unintentionally I dressed as Sully from Monsters Inc and Emily dressed as Mike yeah. Wagowski so yeah we need some sort of pairing outfit again yeah yeah, yeah for sure maybe for we sure. could do an ab fab sort of situation oh love that love Abby that Eddie, obviously you can be Patsy yes oh my god yeah always forever always. yeah so so that it's been a pretty good pretty good week I'd say yeah Happy I feel genius I do I feel really like it, yeah you're Submission, your this like final run, this final push has really given me like a new lease of like, whoa, whoa let's go. A little bit of energy. Yeah, I love it because I'm Amazing. buzzing off you and I'm so excited for you. And then I'm also like, well, yeah, I want to graduate with you. And yeah, this is so, yeah, yeah. so it's really, um, thank you. You've motivated me. <laughs> also petrified me at the same time. Believe me, I've petrified myself. <laughs> the second I pressed submit, I was like, fuck, fuck, 
oh my god how do I delete yeah. it how do I delete it because I was like I know there's gonna be like a million mistakes mm. in there my, I showed my mum I was like look at her look at her I was oh such god, a proud mum I was such I literally showed everyone and obviously yeah no one who's doing a PhD doesn't know the process they're just like okay yeah I literally recorded <laughs> a video of myself pressing like the submit button and that yeah. is so tragic because like back in the day you would have gone and physically submitted yeah. it whereas that was the moment you I know? loved your um like when you like cupped your mouth you're like oh. that was like a genuine reaction yeah, yeah I, I could like, see like oh yeah. Oh, oh no, that's done. Right, should we get on to our ramble? Because I feel like we're going to end up talking about it anyway. So, just, yeah, that's so let's true. get rambling. So, we gave you a few little hints already about what we're talking about today. Um, but basically, we want to talk about being your own cheerleader. So how to be proud of yourself when others maybe aren't or that you feel like they're not. Um, and just, yeah, how to really be the best supporter of yourself. So maybe you could kick us off, Em. How do you feel about your own achievements? Like, I guess in a PhD sense, but maybe more broadly as well. Like, do you find it easy to feel proud of yourself? I would say yes and no. Um uh, I've definitely got better at being proud of myself and doing it for myself rather than the external validation. Um, but also we all need that validation. So it is that balance of balancing that between, okay, how do I become proud of myself when others aren't? Because we all know people that maybe haven't, you've said something that you're really proud of and they haven't maybe necessarily given you the the woo that you want mm-hmm. um which then kind of makes you feel worse but if you're celebrating yourself so I think I can't remember the question <laughs> yeah well, about feeling proud of yourself like is that I, something that comes naturally comes easy is definitely not natural you have to I've had to work on it and I think as we probably all are in academia we all are overachievers I've almost felt a bit shameful sometimes this, I, this is going to be so hard to not sound wanky, you know, like of... I think that's inevitable. It, on just this bear with me. Bear with me and um, take take me a pinch of salt. And if you hate me by the end of this, fine. Um, yeah, because... But please so, still leave us five stars. Please still leave us five stars and still like Molly, <laughs> at least. <laughs> no, they definitely won't like me either. <laughs> so doing gymnastics as an early age, I was always that high achiever. I was always the gymnast. And at school, they would always be like, Emily's won this, Emily's won that. And that always made me feel really uncomfortable because... Um, other people might have they were jealous or I would get different kind of comments and it would be a lot of attention so when you're succeeding it, there is attention on you um, good, bad you get it all so I think that would make me feel a bit internally like oh god I should be you know I shouldn't really feel really proud of myself Back in the day when people loved themselves, that was an insult. Oh, she loves herself. Yeah, it was like the biggest insult you could give a girl. Yeah. Oh my God, she, she loves just, herself. Yeah. yeah. I know. Whereas now, obviously, society is trying to really embrace that, isn't it? Is a- yeah. And um, just trying, I think because I'm very sporty and through my gymnastics, I when I tried like pole fitness, I was naturally very good at it. And a lot of people didn't particularly like that and they were almost quite envious of it. Um, so I've always felt like I've had to put myself in a box or shrink myself down and I'm very loud and I'm very out there. So, and then in the PhD world, yeah, again, I've sort of felt like I felt like I can't be like, whoa, yeah, I've also won this award, this award, this award because I feel a bit big headed or not. Um, what's the word when you're um, humble? Yeah. Be humble, stay humble. Yeah, which um, is a very like, I do think that is something in Britain, you know, we don't like people that... Um, really promote themselves it's seen as like crass isn't it obnoxious yeah and a bit American yeah exactly which obviously is bullshit bullshit but that is definitely um something that's part of our culture I think that yeah. it's almost like a bit um embarrassing if someone's too yeah. aware of their own achievements I suppose yeah. it is really interesting as well they're like just hearing you talk because I suppose as is always the case with this podcast yeah um it's as we're talking about it that we have these revelations isn't yeah. it like, yeah, yeah yeah and that's the great thing about reflection but like you're you made a comment about how it being linked to that external validation Mm -hmm. is in like, it maybe shouldn't always be, but often it can be and stuff. Uh And it is mad, isn't it? How that like to be proud of ourselves should in theory just be an internal thing because it's us feeling proud of us and And the achievements that we've done. Yeah. Therefore there shouldn't be a space for other people. And yet 
other people do make such a huge contribution to how we feel about ourselves, whether it's when your kids and it's like your parents or your caregivers telling you, oh, that's a lovely picture that you've drawn or whatever it might be up until now where you're saying that it can actually make you feel the opposite when you're at high school and maybe they're making you feel like you shouldn't be proud. Like other people have such a huge impact on how proud of ourselves we feel. I just find that mad and I don't have an answer. I'm just, I'm just (laughs) riffing that. I just find that so strange. It's so wild because you should be proud of your achievements yet we all have external needs that need to be met by the people around us yeah. and we still need that validation in the same way that like I it, and it's so much easier to feel proud of other people than it is of yourself isn't yeah it? like I feel proud of you my sisters my friends like my husband all of those people it comes so naturally that I feel proud of their achievements but on ourselves it's it, a lot harder and, and it takes a lot more work that is. I would love to I mean the answer to that is probably like 12 PhDs worth of answer, but it's just a That's weird true. phenomenon. Isn't it's it? even like when I think about my birthday in terms of other people's birthdays, I love celebrating other people's birthdays. When it comes to mine, there's this weird like pressure or like, oh, I don't like. You, you don't, don't want the attention on yourself. Yeah. It's, yeah, I know what but, you mean. But realizing that, like me personally, not everyone's the same, but me personally, of course I love the attention. Yeah. Like, I'm loud. I love the attention. Give me a tiara on my birthday. You know what I mean? Like you, so actually surround yourself with people that are gonna uplift you is, is probably, you know, you, you always, you always are going to need that external validation. That's not going to ever go, but it's assessing whether it's healthy or not. And that's, that's something that you need to do personally in your personal growth, because there's to a point where if you're seeking this validation externally constantly, you're not going to be fulfilled and not going to be filled within yourself. And, and how do not, you go on? How do you feel um, as a, an environment? You know, does academia foster a place where you can feel proud of yourself? Do you think? I think it's complicated. I think on social media, such as Twitter and LinkedIn, yes, I think you should. It really fosters this show your achievements people like to see your achievements that's see it does but at the same time everyone you speak to says they find it awkward post yeah, LinkedIn, don't but they? that's what i mean i think other people like to see it you may you may just do it for informality you're like i have to do it so i'm gonna do it yeah like we've talked about before haven't we is it like as a way to bolster your cv or yeah. you know things like that but but is that why we do it then do you know what i mean like when we're po- say for example when i post something on linkedin is, is it because I'm proud of myself or is it instrumental? Is it because I'm thinking, oh, someone who might be able to offer me a job in the future is going to yeah. see this? I don't know. Like, is it purely because I'm feeling proud of myself or well, am I actually feeling a bit cringe? I see, don't know. I, yeah, and I would say academia maybe really helps create the, I mean, imposter syndrome, which we've talked about before on... What? Episode two. Episode two. Back in the back in the, the day. Oh days. God, maybe don't. I don't know. <laughs> Listen to it if you want. We might. Who knows what we're talking about? Um, but also we're all such high achievers you knew when you surround yourself with all high achievers and people that just work 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 and we've talked talk, briefly touched on it that overworking is glamorized in academia then you kind of realize that actually you kind of diminish your achievements because you're like oh well i did this but this person did this or and then you start to compare or or, or sometimes you don't want to be like yes i'm doing so well because again it's crin- it it can be a bit cringy it can be yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Do you think think academia helps with that? I mean, I think it, again, like you said, I think it's really complex because, as you've already alluded to, like academia is filled with so many different personalities, and everyone is achieving things all the time. Mm. Um, whether it's you know research related or teaching related or funding related or whatever it is, there's all these achievements happening every single day, constantly. Yeah, that I guess that comparison aspect might creep in, and you might feel. Like it's difficult to be proud of yourself when everyone else is doing such amazing things. Um, But that's certainly, you know, and we're not going to talk about this aspect in detail, but that's where, you know, how comparison is such a a negative thing because, well. It just is, comparison is the thief of joy. And also I think as well on that subject is we know um, academia or the PhD really doesn't help with your mental health or things like that. So I think when you're doing well, some people, you know, it's that classic, when, if we talk about comparison, it's, you know, you think you've had the worst day ever and you're the only person that's felt like that. And then when you see people achieve stuff, you're like, well, how 
it's almost like that. I oh, why am I the only one struggling? Everyone else seems to be achieving stuff, and that's when I feel almost like I acknowledge that, and I don't want to scream that. Hey, look at me! I'm doing so mm. well because I don't want to also diminish that I've had hard times too. I guess maybe then because in academia, I think is what you're saying is that like in a, in an environment particularly like academia, everyone is only displaying the tips of their icebergs. Yes, and therefore it's quite like a quite an unrealistic version of everyone's lives and achievements is presented isn't it and I'm sure that's the case in a lot of sectors but yeah in academia there definitely seems to be this faux glass up against yeah. everyone well this is not even in academia let's be honest social media Instagram everywhere True, it's everywhere. you only see the the good parts of people's lives and sometimes I feel like maybe inauthentic in a way that's like oh Yes, I'm having a good time, but also I do I do face struggles and I don't want p- maybe people to make people feel bad. It's such, such a weird topic, isn't it? it I don't is want to be, make topic. people feel bad about them not achieving anything because I'm achieving stuff and then therefore I don't celebrate myself. Wild. Yes. That's that people-pleasing to the next fucking level. It is people-pleasing to the next level. Um, and it fits in quite nicely with what I want to talk about next was that as you've already touched on, there's loads of different things that can sort of stop you from feeling proud, whether that's Mm. in academia or in other areas of your life. One of them, as you mentioned, is imposter syndrome, which we're not going to bang on about, guys, because you just need to go back and listen to it. We've talked about it. But um, there's another really interesting phenomenon as well, which was actually termed in Australia, I think. um, And it's the idea of tall poppy syndrome. So something you're probably familiar with, maybe you've heard it, but you're not quite sure what it is. And uh, Emily and I just both thought this was a really interesting thing to bring to this conversation because it maybe frames things in a different way doesn't it so yeah, definitely when we're talking about tall poppy syndrome um it's a term that refers to successful people being criticized so it occurs when peers can believe that that person is maybe too successful or that they have i guess an informal word bragged yeah. <laughs> about their success or whatever but at the end of the day, these people that are perceived to be tall poppies, mm-hmm. um, maybe not consistently, it might just be for one thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other poppies in the field want to snip that poppy down. So whether it's by ostracizing that person or maybe just being a bit negative mm. um, things like that. So that's what we mean by tall poppy syndrome. And as I'm sure you can imagine, it does lead to negative implications. There's lots of negative implications, to be honest, um, for the person that is either perceived to be a tall puppy or maybe just feels like they're being perceived as one, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it might lead to them um, hesitating and sharing their ideas, but also not pursuing their goals for fear of being shamed for having those goals um, being scared that they will make people feel uncomfortable when they share good news. So that's actually something you already sort of yeah. touched on. Um, withholding from celebrating their successes, downplaying achievements. Um, and it can even lead to sort of social exclusion, things like that. But ultimately, I think in, you know, in the topic of what we're talking about, it can really stop you from feeling proud of yourself yeah. because of all those things we just said. So thinking about tall poppy syndrome and just sort of letting that sit with you for a second um, and listeners, I ask you this question, but also Em. Yeah. How do you think it makes you feel when other people, whether that's loved ones, acquaintances, people you're aware of, just anyone, how does it make you feel when they succeed? And have you ever either felt like the tall poppy or felt like the the little poppy? <laughs> that wants I'm sure snip. we've all been both. But I've definitely been both. I'm not going to sit here and go, nope. I'm pretty perfect. Obviously, there's been times where I've, um, yeah, probably in gymnastics where I've just thought, hang on, how do they find it so easy? And and then negatively reflected on myself and almost wanted them to not be as successful. Um, but also, I think as a person, as the person I am, I think I found it just very easy to just see them as a diff that it's not a comparison even though we were competing I still had this like weird external thing of like well they're my friend I want them to succeed I don't want them to do badly and I feel I've always felt really positive towards people succeeding around me because I want to see them do well yeah I wonder Um, where that comes from and I think it's just a personality trait surely probably because maybe but then if that is the case and that's difficult because how do people work on that then if that's something they don't naturally feel i suppose yeah i've and i'm very competitive so that's a weird it's a weird um, yeah. it's a weird acknowledgement to have and as we're speaking i'm 
reflecting back. So it's, 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 we're getting live. It's come to you live. Literally, we're basically tying ourselves up in knots and doing a live therapy session. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What's going on? So, um, it's but, so hard, isn't it? Because I oh. think you've got to catch yourself. I mean, okay, let's give the example you submit in early because that's really easy for me to reflect because it's very new. Okay. Um, oh God, my toes are curling. I know, right? <laughs> no, I've already, I've already told you about it. <laughs> I am obviously so proud of you and so happy that you've submitted early. And yes, there's a small fraction of me that suddenly goes, like the heart sinks and you go, oh no, I'm behind. What does that mean for me? What does that mean for me? And you just got to catch it, I think. You just got to catch it before it becomes too, clouds your judgment too much. Catch it and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. How can you, how can you catch this emotion and this dread and turn it into something positive in terms of like, well, okay, but that could be my motivator. That could be like, oh, I might be behind or, oh, no, I haven't done as well or, oh, no, and go, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Very, We've also very different PhDs, very different supervisors. Everything's different yeah. in terms of that. And how can I get this to almost like motivate me? What can I take from you that you've done, like your dedication, like your persistence? And how can I capture that and move on forward and use that as my motivation and my drive rather than going, rather than spiral and, and just selfishly reflect on myself and go, yeah. oh, I guess it's me and I'm wrong when it's actually your celebration, not mine. It's and nothing to do with me. Those two things can can coexist because I've definitely had that knee-jerk reaction, you know, like when a friend of mine relatively recently experienced something that I've really wanted and been mm. trying to achieve and she achieved it. And there was like mine. There was like there's this innate human knee jerk reaction that goes, "Fuck! What does that mean for me? Yeah. Like, how does that success compare to my failure?" Yeah. And you know, you hold those two things up as these juxtaposing things, and you think, "Right, she has success in that. I have failure in that. What does that mean for me?" And it took me like I don't know a day to work through that because it did. It, it yeah. that was my initial reaction, and you know, I was able to separate the two and realize that my my sort of negative feelings about my failure, quote mm. unquote failure, in that area had nothing to do with her success in it. Yeah. And I was really happy when I managed to get to a place where they were completely separate things. And I was able to celebrate her success whilst also, you know, navigating those feelings of failure that I had. Yeah. And that's fine because they're two separate things. And, and I think also acknowledging that maybe it's not a failure, like maybe it's just not happened yet. Yeah, which is why I sort of said quote unquote yeah, failure yeah, yeah. because it's not a failure, yeah. but I guess if you're just going to put it in opposition Into to a cat- category yeah, yeah, of how it felt at that moment, well, it's yeah. not a success and therefore it's a failure. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I think the other really important thing to think about is in that moment, you know, we're talking about how to be proud of yourself. Well, it's not just how to be proud of yourself as a quote unquote tall poppy, which we can come on to, but it's how to feel proud of yourselves in those moments. And I think the first thing is like, don't be ashamed. Like in that moment, when I had that knee jerk, that negative knee jerk reaction, I felt ashamed and I felt sort of embarrassed and I felt pissed off with myself. Like, isn't like, I know I'm a good person Mm. and I've, and I feel bad for having that negative reaction. Yeah. But it's how you need to acknowledge. Yeah. I was about to say your thoughts don't define you. It's your actions. Exactly. And if I'd have sat with that and spiraled and like been pissed off with that person, Mm for no reason reason. you know then that would have been a bad thing but But also your feelings are valid in that in that moment you're allowed to feel like that it's it's what you do with it yeah and that's when you need to do that reflective work don't you and you realize actually no you can be proud of everything that you've achieved because what you just said about the differences in circumstances we all have such different paths yeah no path is going to look the same so how could you ever compare them you know it's literally how yeah it's impossible it's comparison Seems to me so silly because it's so unique to you and so unique to them. And yeah. like you can compare them, I guess, certain ways, but in a positive way that's going to make you help you get to where you want to be. So maybe do it in a way that motivates you or how would you like to be like them? In- inspiration rather than comparison. Yes. And I suppose if you are sat there listening, thinking, oh, OK, well, actually, I do feel a bit negative towards that person who's succeeding or whatever it might be. And it stops you from feeling proud of yourself. Well, you know. What do you need to do? It's a really hard one. I think practice it. I was about to say, yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. Start just by saying, even if you don't feel it, start by going, well done, congrats. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Fake it until Until it starts to feel like mm -hmm. a real... Guess what? Your brain's dumb. It so is. It's so dumb. And, And if you confirm it by saying it, 
It will start to believe it. Do you know what I've started doing recently? Go on. Which is, I feel like an actual lunatic. Oh, I love being a lunatic. <laughs> Although I think, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before. I know I've shared the fact that I get anxiety sometimes when I'm on the motorway. But I do this new thing where I literally beam smile while I'm driving on the motorway. Oh, that's, is like that this. from the book that I gave you, the uh, smile yoga? The laughter yoga, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so literally like when we were driving back. Molly, I've said this on the podcast before. Sometimes when I'm crying or like feeling really <laughs> sad, I go, ha, 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 ha. Like another. It's literally crazy. And I sometimes think like other people are driving past, like Lloyd's asleep in the passenger seat next to me. <laughs> and I'm there fucking beaming laughing. <laughs> I don't dare laugh in case it sends me off on the edge and I get like get oh, panicky. God, yeah. But smiling. And I swear to God it works. Yeah. Some people put a pencil in their mouths. We've definitely talked yeah. about that. And I still haven't tried that. You I need, need to, try to do it. that. Or like you don't maybe not have a pencil, but you have your phone and you can <laughs> wedge it in your mouth. I'm gonna do that. But I do think that applies because like um, the whole feeling proud of yourself, which is tied to how you feel about other people's successes, you can trick your brain. Like if it doesn't naturally come yeah. to you that you do feel happy for that other person, then practice, pretend yeah. it will come. It I will think come. for me, like I've got two older sisters and we're extremely close. I do find that some siblings have like competitive relationships. We've yep. never had that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas me and my sisters, we've always been extremely supportive of each other. I've never, I can genuinely say I've never once in my life felt competitive with my sisters right. or like, yeah. like we compare each other um, compare ourselves to each other. And I think that has stood me maybe in good stead. I don't mm. know that I sort of apply that. Um, you know, I've grown up in a household where all of our achievements right, were mixed together and shared. Yeah. yeah. Whereas maybe if you're not used to that. Yeah. See, for me, for me, I've grown up in an environment even family and gymnast life, my external life is com- competing yeah. and com- competition. And um, so I really, I wonder why I don't naturally, I don't. She's faking it. Maybe, maybe I actually hate yours. <laughs> yeah. I'll catch her in the toilet later and just be like, <laughs> they don't know what I'm like. Um, but yeah, I've definitely, I think most of my life I felt like a tall poppy. Um just because I've always felt like I need to, I'm too much, mm. but also not enough. It's a really shit feeling. And I think that's definitely something I've felt over this PhD lark. Mm-hmm. Malarkey. Malarkey. Bloody malarkey. Because you just made it look bloody uh, easy. Well, it bloody hasn't uh, been. <laughs> what, <is it? laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, that is something that I feel like I've, I've whether I've experienced it or not, that doesn't even matter. I feel like I've experienced it. So it, whether or not it's true. Well, it your matter. feelings are valid, so who cares? Exactly, that's it. And there have been parts of me where, like, I've not wanted to necessarily straight away promote the fact that I'm, like, you keep banging on about it, but, like, the fact that I've finished because early. Because I'm so freaking I know, proud. I don't, I've not wanted to really promote yeah. that in a way because I feel awkward about it and yeah. I feel like people don't like me for it and which you know, is so sad but it is should we should we figure out how we can change that and how we can make ourselves feel proud yeah there's got to be a way what have you done today to, to make, make you feel proud yeah what have you done today to make <laughs> I would say that is a fucking great song mind. such a good song um celebrate the little wings we always talk about that you know when we hit our two year we celebrated we did. We celebrated. Celebrate every Everything. little win. You've submitted a thesis chapter. Celebrate. You've you've collected, finished your data collection. Celebrate. You have a good supervisor meeting. Celebrate. Yeah. Literally celebrate. I was going to throw some more. Same. <laughs> same. I was like, I'm ready to say celebrate again. Um, even if you are like, maybe you've had a really really tough month. Celebrate. Celebrate. No, was that <laughs> inappropriately placed? Yeah. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Had a really really tough month. And actually, you managed to go in one day a week, and that's your achievement. Celebrate. Celebrate. Yes, I said it at the right time. Well done. I think just you've got to um, you've got to earn yourself that celebration. And and we talk about even like tiny little celebrations, like you you celebrate yourself with wheeze, Molly. And that's just absolutely <laughs> She's just she's just looking at me like, shut up. Like, or like, if you're... If- Seriously, Emily, do you really have to? Then again, I think I have shared that on the podcast. You've shared that on the podcast. But it's true. When I'm writing, I do celebrate with yeah. wee breaks. Or like, say if you're, okay, Would I Do you know to- what I did yeah. celebrate when I submitted? Go on. I went to the deli near me and yeah. I got the tastiest baguette. That, exactly. You and know that was mean? my celebration and I felt fucking And good, it doesn't, this it? is what I mean, it doesn't have to be amazing. Sometimes I'm like, oh, 
I don't know, let me get some brownie or let me get... Yeah, go for an, a bit of a longer or there's walk. A, there's or... a film I've wanted to watch, let me go do that. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be wild and it doesn't have to be... But constantly celebrate yourself um, because that's going to really help. And say it out loud. Yeah. Like, I'm really pleased, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's... Uh, it, it, Find those people you can say that to as well. Yes. And that don't make you feel like a tall poppy. Find those igniters. I constantly talk about igniters, but find those people that you can go, I know I can go to you and go, oh my God, I did this. And you'll be buzzing. Yeah. I won't go, oh shit, really? Should I have done that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to avoid. You, you need to, we've talked about Colin Robinson's before. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, go and watch what we do in the shadows. It's amazing. It is amazing. He's um, an energy vampire. And, yeah. Um, and you don't want someone to zap your energy or zap your fire. No. Some maybe like a bit of sand. You don't want someone who <laughs> represents sand. You want those igniters. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be around sand. So, and don't... if you're, but if equally, if you're sat there right now listening, thinking, "Shit, am I a sand? Am I sand? Am <laughs> I Colin, Colin Robinson? Robinson?" Then maybe you are. And we've all been Colin Robinsons at yeah. some point. I just want to stress that. Like I have felt that, as we said before, everyone feels that at some point. But it's what you do with that. Yeah. Are you happy to be a Colin Robinson? Well, okay, fine. But the the chances are you're going to struggle to feel not only proud of those other people, you're going to yeah. struggle to feel proud of yourself. So until you're celebrating those wins in other people, I think you find it hard to do it in yourself, don't you? Yeah, definitely. And once you once you start celebrating yourself or like find those people that are enjoying being like, whoa, well done, just practice it and say it to those people because when you start saying it to those people, they want to hear it. I love hearing it when my friends are doing like well. I love, I'll be there from the tough times, but I also love hearing them when they're doing well. So if they go, oh my God, I did, I don't know, say it, climbing, I did this climb. I'm like, oh my God, well done, that's sick. Yeah. And if and even if it's one that I've been trying and I can't do, I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't do it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but again, there might be a tiny little, like, there, there is, tiny there always is, like, for fuck's sake, why can't I yeah. do it? <laughs> but then it's, you use that to be like, okay, well, that's going to motivate me now. Oh, show now me how I to know do they, it. Exactly, yeah. Show me how to I do know it. it can be done. Cool. Okay, amazing. Or if I, even if then I can't, still can't do it. I'm like, well, they're just, they've got different strengths to me. Yeah, and there's I'm, other things there's that other, I can do. Yeah. yeah. But um, find those people and start practicing and saying it to them because they would love to hear it. And just remember that like you have so much to be proud of, like everything that you have done to get yourself to the place you are, you know, that should be, that should fill you with so much pride. Yeah. So much pride every single day. Like Emmy said before, even just getting out of bed for some people can take so much strength emotionally, physically, you know, and there's so much to be proud of. There's so much to celebrate. So just make sure you're acknowledging it. Yeah. Acknowledging yourself and just do those self-reflections and. And I would really love to know like listeners have you ever felt like a tall poppy? Have you ever punished a tall poppy? Yeah. How does this sit with you? Like, is it conjuring anything? We'd love to know. You know. Yeah, what you side can... are you sitting on? Yeah, because it might flip-flop. It might flip-flop. And either way, you kind of have to do that internal work because even as a tall poppy, you have to kind of realise how you can be proud of yourself even though you are feeling that judgment from other people and how do you push through that? How do you... Just ignore them. <laughs> and it's sunny at the top. Enjoy it. It's, <laughs> Soak up those sunny rays. Soak up the sun rays. <laughs> and you'll find other tall poppies. And you'll be like, oh yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, you're Across right. the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just try your best to ignore them because they're not going to do you any favours. And um, you are still going to just, you know, they're just going to stay small. They won't come join you if they keep... Yeah, that's it. I do think it's so important that the only way to feel proud of ourselves is to also be able to feel proud of other people. It's you can't pull those two things apart, can you? No, no, no. no. And people don't deserve your time if they only like you in your lowest parts. I think they should they should be proud of you as a whole and you as this multifaceted person. And you know, you know, some people that kind of have that grin on when you go, "Oh, I've had the worst day," and they're like, "Yeah." And it's a bit like, oh, so just be wary of those people and, and be just a bit acknowledge the people that maybe are a bit like that. And also cling on to those igniters, mm. cling on for dear life, because they are they are the fire starters. Do you know what? I've just got so many songs going around. Same, I've got like, what have you done today? That one. But I also had real life. <laughs> and I've got Firestarter. The, the, the Twisted fire. Firestarter. Yeah, then I had that in my head. And then I had something else. Honestly, I've just got this like whole playlist smashing around in my head. I think I think that's about time we... I think that's about time. I think that should be about time we... Yeah. Come over to the Instagram though, guys, and let us know your thoughts about this. Stupid yeah. genius underscore 
pod. Yeah, because let's get on to the quotes. And Molly keeps winning the likes on the on the quotes, and it's really annoying me. Yes, so I do. People... Even when my niece betrays me and votes for your quote, I know I the likes are still they're still tell all coming in thick and fast. But I think not everyone's on the on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that's the podcast. That so I reckon it. my. My true fans. Okay, yeah, your true silent fans. <laughs> silent fans are just listening in the darkness. The creeps. I I attract the creeps. And now I've got Radiohead. I'm a creep. Right, let's get some inspiration. I'm a weirdo. Oh. I think you should go first. Do you? Yes, I do. Do you? Yes, okay. I really know. Mine's a bit longer one because I've figured out that the short ones apparently are shit. Literally, <laughs> just before we started recording, she was like, you keep getting all the likes on the quotes. It's because yours are long. <laughs> so now she's going to blast us with like a paragraph. We're all, we're all talking about not comparison. <laughs> At the end of the episode with the words. <laughs> Oh shit! What a massive! <laughs> We're hypocrites. Yeah, but come on. This I is, love Jess. this. Is fun. Yeah, listen, Jess. But I hate you. I hate you. I, hate I don't you know so why much. you're doing so much better than me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take pride in what you do, because the world is enough to make you feel guilty for things you have not done. <laughs> I think nice. I read the wrong quote. <laughs> Can you explain that? A bit? <laughs> the world is. The wrong way. <laughs> what is that? Genuinely not going to be it. No, you can't do another one. Uh, no, that's it. That's it. That's going to have to be it. Oh right. Can you explain it? What do you mean? The world is in. Say it again. Take pride in what you do, because the world is enough to make you feel guilty for things you have not done. Right. Okay. So basically, you're going to feel bad for what you haven't done. Yeah. So be happy about what you have done. Yeah. Basically. You know, you may as well be proud of yourself and what you've done because there's enough externally out there to make you feel guilty about whatever you're doing or like if you're not doing enough. Um, that's constantly going to be a She's given. She's got her arm. I don't know what is going on with this. She's like, she's an airplane arm. I feel like you're going to dive across the table at me. I did this like the, like the whole world in its arm. <laughs> because the world... <laughs> The big wide world. It's going to make you feel bad. Yeah. You've, we got, I mean, social. I, look, I do sound like a, a bit of a boomer, but. Uh, this sounds like quite a negative quote. Social but... media is just so toxic for us to think that we're not doing enough. I, I feel like that's the biggest, biggest nail in the coffin for everyone feeling like they need to be doing more in terms of living their life, traveling seeing stuff yeah having maybe not a most exciting life not achieving that even just like what your home looks like even just what your home looks like everything is aesthetically laid out in social media and it's constantly there to make you feel guilty and even if you are the best in your job and career you will then feel guilty about not having a good life like a social life and then if you have the best social life you'll be like well I didn't okay, I've I've really enjoyed my time, but actually I'm not very far in my career and I haven't got much money. Or if, you know, there's constantly, yeah. there's constantly something to chase and it seems like on social media people can display, you you literally follow 20 different people, uh, one for career, one for lifestyle, and you, you spend, what, 15 minutes on there and then you're like, all right, well, it looks like everyone's having it all. I yeah. don't feel like I'm doing enough. Yeah, so you could use all you could channel all your energy into focusing on what you haven't done and what you haven't achieved. But really, if you just directed that onto focusing on what you have, have achieved, done. then feeling proud of yourself would probably come pretty easy, wouldn't it? Would come really freaking easy. Really, <laughs> really easy. Really easy. And then that's just that. And that's that's a fact. So that is solved. So period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my quote. <laughs> it's probably easier, doesn't need that long explanation. Yeah, mine doesn't need an explanation, I don't think. I think you're, just, I don't think you're smart I think, enough. Sometimes I just think you should write your own quotes. I think they'd be better. Yeah. I think maybe next week you should write your own. Do you think? Yeah. Okay, sure. Although, actually, guys, uh, we're not going to be here next week because we're having a season break. Oh, my God, yeah, because we're on season, season th- end of season three. End of season three. You guys have had a juicy 30 episodes from us. Oh, which aren't are you bored yet? Bonkers. <laughs> Please you... don't get bored. No, we Please actually love stay. you. Please. Please keep telling your friends. We um, need this external validation. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that we've said, we don't need this episode. We desperately need we it. We do need We need likes on your on our quotes. We, we need listeners. Need, <laughs> we need ratings. We need, well, to keep us going, I guess. 
No. To, so we know that we're not just talking to a um, um, oh, what? empty void. It's a cherry on top, isn't it? Yeah, we like talking to each other. Yeah, we're just shouting at each other right now. It's <laughs> nice to know that you guys are listening too. I like but, it. Well. <laughs> next week we are having a break, as we do at the end of every season, yeah. but we'll be sharing some of our highlights over the last season. Um, but yeah, just wanted to say that. But here's my quote. Go on. Don't wait until you reach your goal to be proud of yourself. Be proud of every step you take. Oh, cute. cute. But it's basically, well, basically, I can't speak, what you said, essentially. And it's what we've said about celebrating the little wins. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait until you've reached that goal because let's be honest, you might not reach it in the sense of it. It might change as you go. So, Well, we previous episode, we said goals are moving Goals are constantly moving. Yeah, totally. The goalpost is constantly moving. And if you're constantly waiting to celebrate the big achievement, well, then all the little ones will just pass you by. And I think this is not to really get off topic, but I do think this is why maybe certain people in certain times of their life feel a bit lost because society have said, okay, you go to school, you get your degree, you get your job. Okay, then you get married, then you have kids. Now what? Yeah. Or like, and then if that's not the, not if that's the path you don't want, then what? where's your big celebrations where you're if you don't have this massive wedding or if you don't have this yeah you're like oh where are my achievements but if you're constantly celebrating yourself and celebrating the little wins you feel a lot more like whoa yeah for sure because you see it don't you on instagram like um we as much as we celebrate people's engagements and babies and stuff you know we should Mm. be celebrating people's promotions and not even just promotions but whatever they achieve yeah no one really celebrating me moving out in my flat on my own but yeah. I know if I moved out with a partner it'd be like whoa wow. well done well, yeah exactly and I think those I mean I celebrated it because I was like this is massive Huge, for me yeah especially for someone who was petrified of being on my own I was like whoa I love it yeah give it to me <laughs> Bridget Jones here yeah, I come. yeah 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 but I think yeah so I think that's how I've managed to be like excited about next every year of life being like whoa okay what's next for me yeah because you're constantly like, whoa, I did this. Whoa, I did that. Otherwise, That's you miss crazy. how far you've come. Yeah. Easy. This has been Super Genius. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. Bye. See you in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. See you in two weeks. Bye. Miss you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.